For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sis, I have the incredible, the most aesthetically pleasing, powerful woman, Vic Styles, on the podcast today. Welcome, Vic Styles. What up, girl? Thank you so much for having me. Ooh. Vic, I've been trying to I've been like trying to get you on for a minute because I could feel your energy through social media. I could feel where you're moving. I could feel your power. I could feel your growth, your evolution. And anybody that follows Vic, it's at the Vic Styles. Y'all will get like a whole dose of self-care, self-love, healing, love now. You got love going on all up in it. <laughs> yes. So Vic Styles is a freelance life liver. Yeah, y'all heard me right. You know, when you ask people, you know what they do. Vic was like, well, I created this own world, right? The freelance life liver. Tell me what the freelance life liver is so that people understand what the freelance life liver career is. Yeah, I, I think what, what you said kind of starts it off. When, when you ask someone what they do, we live in this very slash culture. I'm a mom slash actress slash podcast host slash cook on the side. And I'm like, oh shit, I do so many things. How can I find one word to sort of encompass all of that? And so I came up with the term freelance life liver because I basically get paid to live my best life. Mm. You know, when you think about an influencer or a content creator, we're really just making money doing dope shit. Uh, and it's a blessing it really to be is. in this space. It truly is. So, so that's kind of how I came up with the term. I think that's so beautiful because isn't that the goal to life, to happiness? Yes. To live freely doing what you love. Yes. Yo, you created a whole nother career category, freelance life liver. Can that be added I to that? I, I feel like everyone should be a freelance life liver. Like Honestly. Everyone should be making money doing what they love, what they're passionate about. You have me really thinking, like, you kind of mind blowing me because I'm like, yeah, everybody should be doing that, but they're not. No. No. And there's so much beauty in a woman, especially a black woman even more, doing it unapologetically in a free, free, not giving a fuck way like you do. So I honor you for that because I can feel it. And I know your audience and y'all listening, you're going to feel it through this podcast alone. You you really, you're effortless, effortlessly you in so many ways. And... I want to talk about your musings. She just created, she's an author too. So the slash culture, you know, the freelance life as an author in there. She just created this dope ass magazine, her musing. And it's one of the most beautiful pieces of print that I've ever received. It's powerful and makes you think, it makes you go deeper. It, it literally makes me want to step into my power. So tell us about this magazine edit that you created so that people can understand it and feel it and go get it because it's, it's, I think it's a game changer for a lot of people right now. 
Thank you. Yeah, I, I've always been in love with print. I think that it is probably my first love. Mm. Even like at my parents' house now, I haven't lived there in 10 years, but I still have magazines, hundreds of magazines from when I was a kid and a teenager. Um, and then Instagram happened and I started creating this space in the digital world, but it feels very fleeting. You know, you're on Instagram, you're scrolling, you digest the cute quotes and you know mm -hmm. some of the exercises, but we really aren't spending time on them. Yes, and I wanted to create a tangible, I guess, handbook, because I never had one. I didn't have like an outline of, this is what wellness means. This right. is what it means to love and care for yourself. I had no idea. And so I'm like, let me create something that women can take with them. They can unplug and then plug into themselves mm. and write out these thoughts and these moods and these, you know, affirmations to themselves for themselves. I think that is such a power move for you that speaks on who you are and that speaks on your evolution as a woman, right? Because you're, you're, you're observing this lack on Instagram, but as a woman, who is discovering herself, you find this need. And then you create the need for the people. So you become of service to so many humans. That's so beautiful, Vic. Thank you. And like the aesthetics of the magazine, it's stunning. It's you. Like it's literally you in print. And I can feel it. So I wanna I wanna talk about that too. So everybody listening, Vic, you started as a stylist, if I'm right. I did, yeah, started as a wardrobe stylist. Yeah, um, in New York, right? Can you tell us no, a little bit about- in LA. Oh, in LA, yes. yes. Tell, tell us LA. about it. Yeah, so I, I'll make a very long story very short. Okay. I dropped out of college my senior year, mm -hmm. literally needed 12 credits, which is four classes to graduate, and I dropped out mm -hmm. and drove from Alabama to Los Angeles for an unpaid internship which ended up turning into an assistant position, which kind of fueled the fire um, for me to become a stylist. And I did full-time wardrobe styling for seven and a half years. Wow. Uh, worked on music videos, tours, award shows, like everything. Um, yeah, that's how I started. That's incredible. So in college, you were already following your intuition. You had a feeling, you're like, Alabama, I'm done here. It's time to follow yeah. my gut. That's power. Because, no, like, my parents are like, what the fuck are you doing? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're coming back, and you're finishing. You're getting a degree. Yes. And then you can go do whatever. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm not. Yeah. Bye, mom and dad. Right. How did you feel doing that? Were you scared? Or were you terrified. empowered? Both. I think both. I was yeah. terrified. Because I had never paid a bill. I, mm. I had had a job since I was 16. I'd always worked retail. But it was like, I save my money and I buy clothes. Like right. I didn't know what it meant to pay for any, like nothing substantial. Right. And when I left my pay, you know, my dad was paying my car note, my insurance, everything. When I left, my parents were like, we're cutting you off. Mm. If you think that you're an adult and you want to go do these adult things, then you need to be an adult. Wow. And so I had to get two jobs and I had to struggle and work for it. And so, yeah, I was very scared. Like, what the hell am I doing? Yo. But it also felt so good to be doing something like I didn't care about this struggle because every day I woke up I was like oh my god I'm doing this thing that I love yes so you were freelance life living back then yes just without the coin without the title right. <laughs> Real yeah. talk, like just without the title you were yeah. and I think it was so cool I know probably then when your mom and dad cut you off you were probably like then like damn what the fuck but now yeah. looking back you can probably 
admire that. Like, because I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, your parents taught you a good ass lesson. They really taught you what adulthood actually is. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I find a lot of, when we're young, our, our youth, we're very dependent on our parents still, right? It's like that empty nest. It's like letting the bird fly. And then we become codependent. And there's not a lot of parents that can let their babies, their, the birds, run out of the nest freely. Yeah. And not be worried or concerned. Like your parents were like, what the fuck are you doing? But they yeah. said, okay, you're going to do it? Go. Yeah. And do it the I, right way. It's actually enlightening to hear your perspective on it. Mm. Because my perspective when I was younger was, oh, they basically said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they just kind of... But you're right. I look back now and I'm like, wow, them doing that really gave me the fuel and the perseverance that I needed yes. in order to continue. Yes. Because had they, you know, funded the whole thing, supported the whole thing, I may not have worked as hard mm -hmm. knowing yeah. that I, I had a safety net to fall back on. I, that's so, I agree with that. And enabling. I feel like when yeah. you enable people sometimes, you kind of limit them. They didn't limit you. They let you live limitlessly and find your own way. And I think there's so much beauty in that. When we're young, though, we don't see it that way. When we're no, young, we no, we're mad. We're mad as hell. <laughs> and we're struggling. We're working three, four jobs and not even knowing what we're doing, but we're doing it. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's, there's so much beauty in that. So you're styling in LA for seven and a half years. Damn, that's a long ass career. That's a beautiful career. And I've known oh, you've done some incredible things. Oh, it was so dope. I, there were so many moments where I was like, oh shit, this is my, this is my life, mm. you know? Mm. Um, and it, it fulfilled me in a way that I needed. Yeah. It, it showed me that hard work pays off and that faith is real. Yes. And I think I needed that. And when people talk to me about, well, why aren't you still styling? I'm like, that was a gateway. I think that God and the universe made that a gateway because if I were to tell you, oh, just drop out of college, just quit your job and chase your dreams and you'll do this thing, you wouldn't believe me. Right. Because that's not how the human mind works. But right. if I can tell you, oh, I worked with this person and this person and this person, I did these incredible things and attached these names to it. And I also did it with nothing. Mm. Then it becomes more real. Yes. Then you're kind of like, oh, if she did it, I could do it too. Yes. You can feel um, it. You can but feel I think that. that was kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's so it, there's so much beauty in the story. There's so much, and I know we're just on the surface level of it because there's. I really want to touch on the you now, the Vic now. I like to hear people's stories. I like to hear the past, but I also like to live in the present, because yeah. there's a there's a beauty in the you, the Vic styles today, September, Vic 2020, and you see you become the stylist. And then you become an influencer, they called it, like whatever back in the day. I remember meeting you on a, that, that influencer trip we went to, the Cobram Estates, the olive yeah. oil thing. Super cool, super chill. I was like, she has like her own magic. Like she's her own muse. Like you always embodied that to me. Thank super you. sweet, but in your own, in your own light. And you, you honor that. And I think it's so beautiful. But now to see you creating such incredible powerful imagery stories videos you're impacting so many people how did you get here Vic how did you be how did you I feel like you you shifted from an influencer where you know when everybody started the influencer it's like you're doing the jobs you're doing the things to get paid right right but now 
you are freelance life living, living your best life and working with these really incredible, powerful brands. How did you get there? Was there a journey of self to get there? What self-discovery did you have to do to get to the Vic that everybody's seeing right now? Because that motherfucking Vic, woo, <laughs> she's everything to me, I'm telling you. Man, was there a journey? Girl, yes. There was a whole transmutation that happened. Mm. I had to be broken completely down. Mm. Broken down from the glitz and the flashiness of what I was doing because my previous job was was very, very flashy, very, you know, it was great. But I had to lose that part of myself and gain this unapologetic, unabashed version of myself that I I honestly think, okay, one day I was really depressed. Not Mm -hmm. one day. It was a moment in time where I was really depressed. And I thought, I'm going to share this on the internet. And my friends at the time were like, you can't put that on the internet, what are you doing? Mm. And I was like, no, I'm gonna do it. And I did it and the response was great. Mm. And then, um, trigger warning for anyone who's been sexually assaulted, Mm -hmm. um, maybe five years ago, the Bill Cosby thing happened. Mm -hmm. And everyone was talking about how could these women wait so long, they just want money. And I had been sexually assaulted in college. Mm. Um, at this time, when I came out with the story, it had been 10 years. Mm. 11, it had been 11 years. And I said, I'm going to say something on the internet. I'm gonna, I had never told my parents. The only people who knew were the people who were at the party that night. And I went very public with it. And my family was like, how could you do this? This is such a personal thing. And I thought to myself, I don't think that I went through this horrible thing and got out of it to keep it to myself. Mm. I think that my purpose in life is to take all of the bad things I've experienced that I've gone through and share them with the world. Even if only one person reads it and resonates with it, at least that person has a glimmer of hope. Oh Mm. shit. If she went through this and got out of it, look at how dope her life is. There's hope for me too. Mm. And so that's what really fueled me on this road of transparency. Like mm-hmm. I'm telling everything now. Yeah. <laughs> who knows, you know, who this can help or how this can help. Um, I really do believe that our gifts and our purposes are not meant for us. I think that they are meant for us to give back to the world in some way. Yeah. And so this is my way of giving back. Wow. I had chills listening to that story. <laughs> First off, thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for being open to my listeners right now listening. Thank you for being you because that takes a resilient woman and a courageous woman. And honestly, we need more of us. We need more of that. We need more Vic Styles because you're empowering so many women through your truths, through the sexual assault situation. I understand in a sense, I can't relate to the sexual assault, but I can relate to the fact in which when things, something goes bad with you, you. You don't know what to do when you're abused, right? I dealt with abuse and I was scared. I didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't know how to, I didn't know abuse like victims. They don't know what to do and they live in fear, right? And people don't get that. And I'm like, y'all have no idea what it feels like. So by you being open and laying this out for so many women, like I bow to you, like, thank you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly. And now, you know, 
feel like the people that I enjoy watching on Instagram are people like Vic, are people like you, because you're unapologetically you, and there's so much beauty in your pain. And that's where the beauty comes from. People are so scared. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think people fear to be their authentic self? We live in a society that uh, capitalizes on perfection, that mm. promotes perfection in mm. all aspects, right? Like, yeah. you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, you're supposed to be perfect. You, yeah. you can't have a mental disorder. You can't look different, think different. And so I think that a lot of people are afraid to admit mistakes mm -hmm. or this happened to me no one wants to be seen as broken or imperfect and the truth is all of us are a little bit we all are literally everyone right. listening to this <laughs> podcast right now they all are there's no such thing as perfection no ever no. from the moment you were created into this world that we live in this fantasy but that it's a fantasy it's not reality and yeah. i think when you can literally stand in your reality that's when you really stand in your power. And you are doing that, Vic. How did you do that? So how did you go through the pain? Are there like three things you can share with us that you help like Vic did for self to get through that pain? Like, is there certain ways that you loved yourself? Is there certain ways that you empowered? Did you go to therapy? What are the things that Vic did to really unleash who she really is to share her truth with the world? Okay. Okay, let's see. Um, the first thing is I forgave myself um, for any and everything that I've done, anything or everything done to me. Because a lot of times when things are done to you, you still put blame on yourself. Mm. I shouldn't have been with that person. I shouldn't have said mm. those things. And so I forgave myself. Hey, you got to let that go. The second thing is I came up with this mantra, and it's crazy because on Twitter, this was like before Instagram happened, you know, you could have like a little bio and my little bio used to say, I'm a certified fuck up because that's what I thought. I thought, damn, I just keep fucking shit up. Wow. And one day I sat and I looked at it and I was like, this is what I'm telling people when they come to my Twitter, the first thing they see is I'm a fuck up. So I changed it. I said, no, 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 you can't fuck up your destiny. Mm. And that really sat with me. And to this day, I use that term weekly um any decision that i make that i have made anything that's in my whatever is meant for me is going to be for me whether that's good Amen. bad or ugly yes you know and sometimes we get anxiety over things we can't control mm -hmm. i know i did i used to get so anxious over well, what if this goes like this no 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 let it go whatever is meant to happen it's going to happen no matter what no matter what and the third thing is I started therapy yes. and I was so apprehensive. I started therapy last November, November 15th. And I've gone this whole time going through all of these horrible things without therapy. And I've just been like, I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm <laughs> fine. And I would see people like rave about it. And I'm like, nah, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So in November, I just broke down and I was like, I think I reached a plateau. I think I need someone else to help me overcome these issues that I can't do on my own. Mm. And girl, it changed my life. <laughs> like, I already know, Rick. only gone up from there. Can you please tell the people, because 
I was that girl too. I was that girl. My girls, my friends are in therapy. I'm like, I don't need to be. I don't need to be a therapist. And then I was dating a dude that was like, we're not doing therapy. We're not going to talk to a stranger. Man, let me tell you one thing. That man needs the most therapy on this planet Earth. Girl. Yes. My ex, I mean, I, before I started on my own, I was yeah. like, we should go together. And he was like, I'm not doing that. And we broke up, and literally six months later, I said, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And it's life-changing. Like, it is life-changing. I don't yes. I don't know, like, we have this fear about it. And, you know, my homegirl and I were talking about that yesterday. She was like, remember when we were in school and the counselor, there was counselors? And if yes. you were in the counselor's <laughs> office, it was, like, looked down upon. Like, he, something's wrong with him, Right. And I'm like, that's where the stigma was created, I feel like, with the therapy when we were young in our youth. Because yep. now, Vic, yo, therapy's changed my life. Right? Same. My I'm, listen, I'm mad I didn't do it sooner. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Honestly, my girl's Joanne. Joanne has, I said, everybody needs Joanne. She's changed my life. Yeah. And I just want everybody listening to understand that these people that are helping you, assisting you in life, they're professionally trained. They're emotionally intelligent enough to guide you through these things. And it's okay mm -hmm. to be honest and open. That's the only way you can unlock. Do you yeah. agree, Vic? I absolutely. I think that it's like, I'm a huge DIYer. Mm. When I was broke and I have money, I would change my own oil. Like I would fix shit in my car. But the truth is the little fixes that I did, and this is this is an analogy, but this is real life. Like the little fixes that I would do on my car, mm -hmm. it was only a temporary fix. Mm -hmm. Eventually I had to take the shit in for a professional to do what it needed to be done. Right. And I feel the same thing about our emotional yes. well-being. There's only so much you can do by yourself. Yes. At some point you've gotta go to a professional. Yes. Honestly everybody should go to therapy i feel like when we're born into this world we should all have our therapist do you know what i mean yeah i listen look the thing is most of the shit that i'm unpacking and dealing with in therapy are things from my childhood yes me too and i'm just like wow if i had a therapist when i was 10 like, maybe I wouldn't be dealing with some of the stuff I'm dealing with now. A hundred percent. I think I'm in the same state. I'm learning yeah. so much about my childhood, about my, how I was raised, why I thought, I think the way I think, why I attract the men I attract, why I have this issue with feeling enough. Like, there's so many things to learn. Same. Ooh, same. I'm so excited for you that you're on this path, girl, because I know the breakthroughs you're feeling right now. Yes. Yes, and also just thinking about my future, like, wow, my kids are going to be so lit because <laughs> I've done the work on myself. Yes, legacy, baby. Yes. Yes. You know what I, when I think about that too, legacy? And then I think about all the ancestral trauma that we're ending. You feel me on that? Absolutely. There's Absolutely. so much ancestral trauma that I've learned that just has been running in my DNA for years. And it's crazy because we think, or at least for me, mm -hmm. I thought, oh, this is just how things are. Yes. This is just how, and like now I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. This is not how things are. It can be better. <laughs> Oof. It's like unlearning. I like to call it shedding. We're shedding all the <gasps> ideas. 
You like that? My, ther- my therapist used that word this week. Really? I wrote it down. I said, yeah. It's funny. I like that word. Yeah. And now I'm hearing it again. Yeah, it's just reaffirming. Yeah, man. It's like when you shed and then you step into this new you and you're just like, shit starts to look different. Starts to yes. feel different. Your beliefs, your values. And you're like, yo, this is who I've always been this entire time. <laughs> You feel yep. me on that? It's it's under such all, under all of this. Yes, it's such a beautiful journey. So to everybody listening, I encourage you. Vic encourages you. Therapy. I know sometimes you'll be fearful. You'll you'll allow people to project onto you, um, but don't allow that to affect you because you're literally going into this for self. Yeah, it doesn't matter what anyone else. Even my parents were like, "Why are you going to therapy? You don't, you're okay." Yeah, and I'm like, "No, I need it." Yeah. There is um, a resource called Open Path. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but if you don't have insurance um, and you're looking for a therapist that offers discounted rates, Open Path is how I found mine because I I don't have insurance. Um, But she is a certified therapist. She also takes clients who do have insurance, but if you don't, Open Path will give you this directory of therapists um, in your city, in your state. Um, people who do it digitally that will provide you the service at a discounted rate. Amazing. Open path. That's Open path. such a good look because there's so many people, especially now during these times, they can't afford it. And, it. and it's expensive. Like, I literally work to pay my therapist. Same. Yeah. Same. It is expensive. But it's the best investment well, I've ever invested in life. And I would do it again and again and again. And if, like you said, Vic, if I could have done it earlier, I would have. Same. I really would have. So the three ways Vic got to self. Now, we see you sharing a lot of incredible, like, you take care of your skin so beautifully. You take care of your hair. You take care of your soul. You're literally taking care of the interior world and your exterior world. And I think that's the key to growth, to stepping into your power. I want to ask you, as a woman that I see stepping into her power, what would you tell somebody that's struggling with stepping into their power? Like how? Because there's so many things where people say, do the work, do the work, do the work. But we we never explain what the work is. Like what is the work? Yeah. Like what is the work? So for me, the work is being intentional mm. about what I feed myself. Mm. If it's not good for me, I don't want it. Mm. And I apply that spiritually, physically, mentally, sexually, across the board. Mm. If it is not good for me, I don't want it. Mm. You would not go outside and drink a cup of gasoline because you know the harm that it does for you. I view food that way, relationships, friendships, Mm. business partnerships. If this is not helping me, Mm. it's hurting me. Mm. Um, And it started there. And it was difficult at first. Mm. You know, it was difficult to shed some friendships, some partnerships, some views, some thoughts that I even told myself. Like there came a point in time where I had to say, okay, it's not the outside. It's me. This is not good for you. Stop saying it. Stop doing it. I'm so proud of you. That's the key right there, is owning yeah. it. And stop putting it on everybody else. Yo, Vic, everybody listening, she just said it's, it's the most powerful tool to become oh awareness that it's you. 
It's yeah. not them. Mm-hmm. Yo, that is yeah. right there what you just said, literally. I'm like, yeah, that's it. And then you start the journey. Yeah. Wow. That's so, and it's such a beautiful journey. People always ask me, well, how did you do that? I read a lot of books too. Do you read a lot Same. of books? Yeah. I do. I read a lot of books. I'm always learning, always, but being open to learning more into experiencing other things and being like, I question everything. Do you question everything too now? Oh, every, I'm, Google is my best friend. <laughs> yeah. I want to know every, why does this do this? Why do I do this? How come that person every, I'm yes. Googling everything. Yes. But there's so much beauty in it because we were <laughs> we were created to think that this is this because this person told us. Nah, bro, that's not actually how it works. Girl, I think I started this. It started for me with religion. Mm. And I got in a lot of trouble with my parents um, because I read something about religion and I started questioning. Yeah. And I started, you know, your parents want you to go to school. They want you to learn. But then you start learning shit. You come back and you're like, wait a minute this doesn't make sense. And so I remember telling them, I think you're only Christian because your parents were Christian. They were livid. And I was like, no, in school, I learned that people in India are Hindu and people who live here are this. And maybe if you lived here, you would be that other thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like 14. Mm. And for them, they were like, how is your 14 year old mind coming up with this? But basically what you said, a lot of things, a lot of ideas and values we have We've been forced fed, whether they're good or bad. Right, right. Someone else placed those ideas in our mind. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're talking so, to your mirror right now. I'm here with you. Yes. As you grow, as I read, um, as I travel, travel's another thing that yes. really impacted my worldview. Mm. Uh, my views and values and morals kind of shifted and changed a little bit. Yeah. Talking about travel, you'd like to solo trip. Love it. Okay, tell me why. <laughs> tell me why you love it. And you're not scared when you be solo tripping? Never. At all? At all. Yo, yo, her trips, uh, her trip to Cuba <laughs> is so hot. It's so dope. I saw that Vic and I'm like, damn, she went by herself. Three times. I went three times by myself and two times with other I've been five times. Wow, man. Yeah. So I... I grew up an only child. Mm-hmm. I do have an older brother, but he's 16 years older than me. Okay. So we've never, as far as I remember, we've never lived together. Right. Um, and my dad was in the military. So we moved every two or three years. So mm. picking up and going to a new space, talking to people I don't know, making friends with random people. I've been doing it my whole life. Mm. And so when it t- came time to travel, I like traveling with friends. But I need so much alone time, so Mm. much space to be myself and not to cater to other people because I'm naturally a giver. If other people are around, I'm looking after you, I'm doing what you want to do, and I'm not as focused on myself. But when I travel alone, I feel like I can connect more with the people there. Um, I can explore more. I can just kind of be more free to do my own thing. Versus when you're in a group, you know, everyone has to decide. We're going to eat here. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. And I just don't like all that. Yeah. Like, let me just be by myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's facts, though, because you want to do the things that you want to do. And sometimes yeah. it's a lot. Yo, when I travel with some of my girlfriends now, they're vegans and they're this. I'm just like, okay. But I'm in the <laughs> culture. I'm in Puerto Rico. I want to eat the meat. I want to eat the... I want to eat it all. Yeah. So there is so much beauty in traveling alone, the solo trip. How did you get over the fear 
as a woman, do you ever get scared traveling solo? Like, are there certain things that you do to navigate traveling solo okay, as a woman? So, yes. Okay, I need I to hear this. I never go to a country alone where I don't speak the language. That Ooh. is first and foremost. Because if I'm in a cab or something and you're trying to kidnap me, I don't know what mm -hmm. you're saying. Yeah. Um, so only English-speaking or Spanish-speaking countries do okay. I go to alone. Um, the second reason why is because I can kind of blend into the culture a little bit. I mm. don't look, when I travel by myself, I'm not wearing anything flashy. I'm in jeans and a yep. little t-shirt. So if I'm in Cuba, you don't know if I'm Cuban or American. Yes. No one is going to stop me on the street and talk to me or harass me because I look Cuban. Yeah. Um, so that helps also. Again, my dad was in the military, so he made sure I knew how to read a map. I take a map with me everywhere, not a mm. digital one, but an actual like paper map in case my phone yeah. gets stolen or lost. Genius. Um, and then I just use the same tactics that I use when I'm in LA or New York. To be honest, Los Angeles and New York are not the safest cities. You know, They're not. if you're walking at night, you have to be, as a woman, you have to be aware, yeah. hyper aware. Yeah. And so I just kind of use those tactics when I'm traveling. Also, I don't drink anywhere. Yeah. You know, I'm not out at odd hours of the night. I stay um, in mostly touristy areas or, you know, where there's a lot of people around in case something does happen. And my friends and family always have my location of where yes, I'm staying. that's key. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to bring those trips because I've been wanting a solo trip so bad. So bad, Vic. Like, I have my, my move board was Maldives. Like, I have to go to Maldives before the econ, like, the, the climate change erases it yeah like i need to go to maldives and i always thought my man's gonna take me there my man's gonna take me to Maldives. but some man gonna take me to maldives right that was that was the old teacher's mentality like oh, it's okay some man gonna take me. but now i'm like no i want to go to maldives by myself like yes. i want to go out there by myself so i've been looking at tickets i've been looking at tickets and i low-key think i'm gonna buy it this week and just go solo do it yeah. it was like traveling by myself it's one of the most empowering things mm. because often like men don't have this problem. I've never heard anyone ask a man, yo, how do you do when you travel by yourself? Yes. How are you it's able to so be alone? Right. For women, it's this thing. It's yeah. like, oh my God, she's a woman and she's going by herself. <laughs> yes. Yo, you're so right. You're so right, Vic. You're so right. I I feel like we, it's empowering. It's like, oh, I can do, I can do things by myself. Mm, I'm receiving this. It made it easier for me now that I am in a relationship, I can appreciate his company more mm. because I know, oh, I could do this myself. Right. And once you, I, that's, I read this and now I actually feel it and live it that if I can have this much fun by myself and on my own, then anyone that I put into my life, it has to be this feeling or better. Oh, yes. You know? Yes. I feel that. I'm on that journey right now. Yes. Okay, it's so, yeah, it's a good one. There's this, there's this one boy that I really like. Oh. It kind of, okay, so, well, let's get into love. We're, gonna, we're just going to get into love right now because yeah. you just threw me the alley-oop. So now you're in the space where Vic is so full. She's working on self She's traveled by herself. She's empowered. She's feeling good. She's done the therapy. She's doing the work. Vic is glowing on Instagram socially, but then in, in real life, -y, like she's really glowing, right? <laughs> yes. And then a man comes along and Vic 
shares him with us. So I know it was, this man has to be like something beautiful. Yeah, a man comes along. Yes. So this this story is not anything new. There's mm. always a man that comes along in my life. Mm. Um, the new part is me. Yeah. I've shed my old habits Ooh. and views about myself, what I deserve and love. Mm. Um, and dependency. Mm. I think that often I was very dependent on a man, not not necessarily financially, but yeah. for my emotional well-being. Me too. And spending time by myself, with myself, and for myself, I realized, like, yo, I'm good. Like, when I think back about all of the, most of the times when I wasn't good, it stemmed from a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> you realize this before (laughs) like all of those tears and heartache it hardly ever had anything to do with anything I did on my own Mm. um I allowed I mean yes I I had full control I allowed other people to affect me that way so when I met him I was full and happy and this other human was also full and happy Mm. and so unapologetically himself Mm that there was no push or pull. There was no like, well, what are we? What's going on? There was no, I don't have to ask this man to do anything. Like mm. there are moments, I think this is the day I knew that I, that I, that he was probably it for me. I can't say for sure because only time will tell. Yeah. Um, I was on the phone and I look up and this nigga was in the kitchen cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> he here. We are not dating officially yet. He had a sponge, girl. He had what? liquid and was spraying shit down in the kitchen, cleaning it. And I was just like, what kind of human <laughs> just clean somebody's kitchen? Just off rip, like just doing it. Just doing wow. it. I didn't even say anything like, oh, I need to clean the kitchen. He right. just saw like, oh, this needs to be done. Yeah. And did it. And that has been the nature of our relationship. If he sees something needs to be done, he'll do it again, whether that's mentally, emotionally, physically, Mm. and vice versa. If I see something needs to be done, I just do it and we have fun. And I never, I always thought that a relationship should be like relationship goals. Yeah. You know, like a man should do sweet things and this and that. Like there is a, a formula for a good relationship. And now I'm realizing, no, you're not... That nigga's my best friend. Best. And we have fun. And I think that mm. is is amazing about it, is that we actually are friends. And full friends. Full friends. Okay, so when he started cleaning the kitchen, like, what date were y'all on? Yeah, Were y'all on date one, date two? Like, this what was, was the status? Like, okay, so here's the thing. We didn't, uh-huh. we only had one date. Because what? then COVID shut everything down. Wow. Wow. I was out to eat with a friend and he was out to eat with his homeboys. Right. And that was the last day that New York City allowed people to be out to eat. Mm. The day after that, everything shut down. So we weren't able to go places. I mean, traditionally. Right. You know, we went on road trips and we would go to the park and hang out. But like, no dinners or, you know, movies or anything like that. So this was probably like three weeks after we met. He was cleaning the kitchen and I was like, what? Oh, okay, so hold on. So now you're like, oh shit, he's clean. Like, so now you're like, you're a little like taken aback in a good way. 
Yeah. Now, when you felt that feeling, were you scared of, like, were you scared of it? Were you like, damn, this might be the, my, this might be my dude. Like, this might be my motherfucking dude. Were you? I thought mm -hmm. that he was manipulating me. Ah. Because I had just been in such shitty situations in the past that yes. I didn't, I'm like, mm, I've never, I've never even seen my daddy. <laughs> in the kitchen yeah willingly so like who? nah what, what do you have up your sleeve but then as the days went by I just realized oh this is just who you are and it wasn't just to me once I met his family um his sisters are pregnant and we went to see one of them and you know those little like gold like clasps or beads we kind of stick in our braids yeah, yeah. She was doing that, very pregnant, like seven months pregnant, sticking these little gold things in her hair. And he got up and walked across the room and he was like, I'll do it for you. Mm. And I was like, wow, you are just this way with the people that you love. Yeah. It's not, you're not manipulating me. Yeah. Um, oh. And seeing that, and again, just as time goes by, I'm just like, wow, he's a really good person. And I had to get over the thought of, do I deserve this? Mm. I think that was a big, a big roadblock for me. I kept thinking, I, mean, I don't deserve this. Yeah. I don't deserve this. Yeah. But now I see, I do deserve this. This is the love that I've been giving other people. Mm. It's never been reciprocated. You're speaking to me on a whole nother level right now. You have no idea. Girl. Like, Girl. I, like I, have my, I have tears in my eyes because I know that feeling of not knowing your self-worth. But then when something comes along... And it's so different because you're not used to it, but it's so good and healthy for you. you. You don't even know how to act. Like, it's uncomfortable, kind of, right? Yes. It's like, yes. I remember writing in my journal, mm. am I allowed to be this happy? Wow. Wow. Am I allowed to be this happy? Yeah. Wow. Because we've been through so much pain. And then when something starts to feel so good, we question it. Yeah. Wow. But then we have to go back to self and be like, no, we do deserve this. I yes. am worth this happiness. Yep. This man is showing me through action and word that he is who he is. Yep. Yo, Vic, this is, this is, this is such a beautiful, I'm so happy for you first and foremost. Um, I, I pray that the love just continues to flourish and grow. And like you said, whatever's meant for you will never pass you by. And I, I believe that. But to talk to the, the people that are listening, I can think I can speak for you and I, Vic, that we have been through toxic relationships. We have been through relationships that did not uplift us, that actually dragged us down. We've been mistreated. We've been hurt. We've been verbally abused. I mean, we've been through it. A lot of us have been through the dirt. But once you get a sense of self, once you do the work, once you keep practicing, because it's a practice and it's an ongoing practice, you start aligning with people that are on your level of life because you're vibrating higher. You're literally vibrating your highest frequency. So that man is going to come. Yep. And I'm, okay, so I'm going to be 100 with you. I hope he doesn't listen to this. So this man is like coming to me right now. Okay. And he's beautiful. And like, yo, he's so positive. It makes me <laughs> uncomfortable. Like every day, every day he's like, I'm grateful for you. Every day he's like, I appreciate you. Like every, like, like two or three times a day. Like he was like, I'm just so grateful for this exchange that we're having. He flew in last week, girl, on Thursday for the day, just for dinner. Oh my 
Oh my God. He just flew in. But you deserve that. Yeah, he flew in last night and we just went, we had a picnic and went to the beach. No sleepovers, like, no nothing, just talking. Like, yeah. I look at you and I hear you telling me that you've been mistreated, mm. that that these things have happened to you, that people took you for granted, took advantage of you and your love. And I look at you from the outside looking in and I'm like, how? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How? And I don't mean physically. I mean, mm. obviously, physically, you are beautiful. Thank you. But like... You're such an amazing person Thank and you. a remarkable woman. I'm like, who? What fucking idiot? <laughs> who? How? Yeah. It's facts. And I can say the same for you. Like, why? But you know what? I am. I, I thank every man that mistreated me because that every man that mistreated me unlocked another part of me. Every same. man was a lesson every man i learned i became leticia 1.0 2.0 3.0 4.0 right we just keep becoming these better versions because if this motherfucker did this the last dude i talked to he was screaming at me one day and i looked at him and i was like why are you screaming <laughs> i was like why are you screaming and he this man said because you're making me scream and i said i'm not your vocal cords baby i'm not making you scream you just having an adult tantrum because your inner child is not you don't know how to deal with yourself right and I was like, I had to go through that. I had to go through that last breakup to really break me. To be like, Letitia, you don't know your worth yet. You still got a lot of work to do. You don't. As a 32-year-old woman, I still didn't know my motherfucking worth. And that shit, it broke me to the point where I just had all the questions. I had the whys. And I was like, life has to be better. I know I deserve better. So then I dove in hard. Yo, hard. same. Right? That's why I got in therapy. <laughs> Yo, I'm in double therapy twice a week. <laughs> Proud. <laughs> That's why I got in therapy. Literally the same. The last one, I was just like, I'm fed up. I can't feel yes. like this again. Yes. Something has to change. Mm. Yo, wow. I feel you. And it, and it just broke me open and I grew like the lotus flower, right? I just got it tatted on me because I was like, there's a rebirth. Like, I'm about to rebirth. And I got this tattoo and I was like, this is it. In the Buddhist culture, the blue means you're rebirthing to the self-enlightenment, right? To the highest, the highest self. And I feel like I'm here. And now I'm attracting all of these other incredible humans. Like this man, Vic, this is going to be my man. Yes! First off, he's going to be my man. That's going to be my man. I'm going to choose him. Because I, oh, I think I as a woman, too, once we're in our power, we choose. Mm-hmm. We choose. I want him, right? I love that. So y'all listen, I'm not telling you who it is, but that's We're going to find out, though. Yeah, y'all going to find out eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> but I also believe you align with different creatives, different brands, different friends, different human beings that are aligning with you. Because it's not only a relationship alignment that we do. It's a beautiful feeling, though, to meet that man. But then when you meet these women that align with you, when you meet these dope-ass companies that align with you, you're like, yes, you see me. I'm here. I've arrived. Yep. yep. It's so beautiful. I and I see that. the friendship one is one that we don't talk about enough. Yes. Or a lot. Yes. Like, this, this growth sometimes does require you to shed past friendships. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and this is something within the past like two months that I've been going through. Yes. Uh, and sometimes it's a little bit harder than shedding a partner. Mm. I think it is actually, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, wow. Because it's nothing you've, with a partner, at least in my experience, it's like, oh, nigga, you fucked up. Mm -hmm. It's time to go. Yeah, bye. But with a friendship, it's like, no one really messed up. It's just a growing apart. Yes. That has happened. And I feel like friendships, woman friendships are deeper. Mm -hmm. They're a lot deeper than like a man you just met for two, three months. Like these women that we've been in our lives for such a long time, it's like a heartbreak. Like my, my heart breaks. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel you on that. And it's harder to let those friendships go. Much harder. Yeah. But you have to let it go. It's it's a part of our shedding. Yeah, because then it clears space Mm -hmm. for someone new. Yes. And on both parties, on your behalf and, you know, the friend who lost you. It's like, oh, you're removing yourself so that she can find someone that aligns with her at this stage in her life. Now, I'm going to ask you, because I know probably some of the listeners are wondering, how? How do I shed friends? Do I have a conversation? Do I kind of just ghost? Do I, not ghost, but, you know, kind of just drift away? Because that happens, too. I've drifted away from friends, and I just drifted, like, down the river, and, like, it is what it is. Or do you confront it and just be like, hey, sis, like, we're not at the same level anymore? How did did you uh, handle that? So... I had a friend break up with me mm. recently mm. and it hurt. I mean, I fucking cried my eyes out. Wow. I was hurt. Wow. Um, but then maybe two or three months passed and I saw that person again and it was like an epiphany. Oh, she was right. We did grow apart. Mm. and so it brought me right back to whatever's for you will be for you if she hadn't have taken the action to do it it was gonna happen anyway right it's just that she was the bigger person i don't think i'm that brave yet Mm. honestly Mm. i don't think that i'm brave enough to tell someone nah this isn't it wow wow that takes a lot of courage a lot of courage. It, it does. <laughs> and you know, I was always that girl too. Like, I, I, I couldn't even. I didn't even know how to break up with guys unless they did something wrong. Even though I wasn't happy, I would still stay in it because I didn't know how to break up with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Me too. I would. I would drift away or ghost. Yeah. But like me, I'm just like, like, I, I can't do it. Mm. I can't be the bearer of bad news. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy. You know, it's such a beautiful thing. Like, so your your heart breaks over this friendship, but then you need, then you come across, you come across her again. You're like, oh no, this is why. Yeah. There's so much beauty and pain. There's so much beauty and pain. Absolutely. And she, I think a few months ago was at a level emotionally where she could see. Mm. And I don't think that I was there yet until we saw each other again recently. And I was like, I do. I see what you saw. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful actually. And you're okay. Separate ways. And And I'm okay. Yep. Cause what's meant for you will not pass you by. Nope. Ooh, Vic, this is a whole and we didn't break up. This is so weird to say. Yeah. We didn't. This was my someone I considered my best friend. Right. 
And at a point in time, she considered me her best friend. Yeah. And so the conversation was, I still love you, but you are no longer my best friend. Mm. And I don't think I'm your best friend anymore either. Mm. So now when we see each other, we're cordial. There is still so much love. Yeah. Fully understand, no, you're not my best friend anymore. Yeah. It's okay to let that live where it was. This is so, this right here is so powerful. This is such, you're right, we don't talk about this as women. And by you honoring her and she honoring you, there's so much real love in that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's love. Letting mm -hmm. things go because you love that person. Not, there's nothing wrong, but then y'all still honor each other when you see each other. It's just mm -hmm. a different relationship. Exactly, yep. Yo, we women are powerful as fuck. Yo. <laughs> we it's are incredible. it. We are it. Yes, we are human 2.0. I was telling my boyfriend the other day, I said, we're, women are human 2.0. Like, men are dope, but like women, like, bro, we're really dope. We are it. On every, yo, we created you. We right? recreate you. <laughs> like, let's not forget that either. <laughs> on top of that, I might push the human 3.0 on that level because I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Vic, I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. I appreciate you for sharing your truths with me, with my audience. Um, I'm excited to see the more you flourish, the more you become, the woman you're becoming. I think it's so honorable of you, admirable of you, that you share this journey too with your audience. As I was saying, uh, guys, in the beginning, her Instagram is at vicstyles, V-I-C styles. She's so unapologetically her. She'll teach you how to take care of yourself. Her magazine literally will empower you to take care of self, your interior world. Your exterior world will literally be treated so incredible and it will look so beautiful. She takes care of herself in a way where I feel like I'm dreaming, washing my face in a dream. That's how I feel when I be watching your videos. She like makes me, I, like when I come home, I'm like just, you know, rubbing my face hard. But the way Vic loves herself, her skin, that she's really in, there's there's so much beauty in that. So I see that and I feel that and you make me second guess how I treat my exterior as well. So I thank you for that. You also have this really dope hashtag where it's it's the natural, what is the exact hashtag? Where people show their natural face? Skin is in selfie. Yeah, hashtag skin is in selfie, a natural ass selfie. And you, I love how all of these beautiful women really partake in this and are empowered by their own beauty and you started that and I was like this is so dope you know like do you ever stop and think like all these little things that you're doing and how like impactful they are do you ever sit and be like damn Vic I'm proud of you look at you you ever do that I don't think I do it enough you need to do it more I'm gonna do that today yeah actually you need to do that today because you deserve it I, I see it and I think we as women we don't honor ourselves enough Mm -mm. every day you need to tell yourself you're proud of yourself because everything you're doing is impacting so many people you just don't know you know wow. you don't know and I see it you impact me and there's so many other people and I and I heard that you're you're starting a podcast soon is I am true? yes yes, uh, yes. KIA um, we are starting a podcast called content queens basically teaching black women how to navigate this digital space mm. 
Kia and I are very fortunate to make a living off of social media. Yes. And there's so many questions, so many secrets about this industry that we don't know about, especially as black creators. Yes. I love this. Yeah. Content Queens podcast is coming soon. Yes. Just go to her Instagram and just go and just live in the dream world. Cause I'd be living in a dream looking at you. And then this love, this love that of self and this love in this human being that you have, it's beautiful. So I honor you. I see you. I just want to say thank you for coming on the pod. Thank you for being vulnerable. I feel like we'll have a part two in the future because this- We gotta still... have a part two. Yeah, we gotta have when a part two. to LA. Yes, when are you moving? Uh, as soon as possible. Okay, good. November, if Ooh. I can. Okay, let's do it, November. Yo, and then we can come in the studio together. 